Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into Mogul Talk, a podcast that serves as a canvas for entrepreneurs to share their triumphs and struggles on their journey to becoming the moguls of tomorrow. Welcome back, everybody, to the illustrious Mogul Talk podcast. Uh, we're the cleanest Negroes you've ever met. I got my boy King Jules here, and you could go. I go by the name of Church. And today we have wait, wait. an entrepreneur, um, table moocher hater, Miami enthusiast. I wasn't even gonna introduce him like that. I was gonna give him a, like a more appropriate introduction, like Thomas Bensavengo, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the the Hawk Junior, like the Hawk. Remember that the Hawk. The hog, man, but um, it's your boy King Jules, and like my co-host Kevin said, um, we're here with a very special guest today, our good friend, friend of the podcast, friend of us personally, entrepreneur, mogul on the come up, filmmaker, filmmaker, just... If this guy, if you know this guy, Howard Beach is own. But before we get to that, oh, don't mention Howard. I gotta, I gotta say just one thing. R.I.P. to the late great Kobe Bryant. Oh man. R.I.P. Uh, no one saw it coming. Kobe. Uh, every third grader always said Kobe when they're throwing trash and missed. I didn't even know who Kobe was when I was saying it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how just life throws you. Well, the saddest part is, you know, his daughter. Yeah, you that know, really was the saddest yeah, part. That's that's a shitty part. And even like the other three people who died, the baseball coach, it was his wife and his daughter. Ooh, it was nine total. Yeah, nine total. And then I think it was like two sisters. Yeah, I think you know, like I guess we know we didn't realize. Well, well, I like I said, we're a little older now, so we're a little bit more conscious of stuff like this when it happens. You know, it hits us a little bit deeper. And I think on a global level, like everybody's just devastated. This is not just America, you know, like. It's kind of Michael Jackson level. Maybe not there. No. I, 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 don't, no, he, I, don't, he, I can't no, equate no, no. it. Michael Jackson had a black cloud over his head. I think this is more pure. Pure and like okay. genuine. And even well, yeah. he, he kind of has a black cloud sort of. I mean, he did. But like, like, people, like, you know, I know his but, allegations. Listen, I, know nothing, though he I was, know nothing about anything like that because it probably wasn't that serious. So it's like, well, it got dropped. Yeah, you see know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. like, I don't know. I just, I, my whole thing is people die every day. And I think that, like, people should take this whole death thing. I'm not taking anything away from Kobe, but I'm just saying, like, live your life like you're going to get hit by a bus tomorrow. You know, like, it's (laughs) something that I've been in life at that situation, like, three or four times in my life alone. I'm 25, and I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't say that shit like that, but it's true. Like, I've been in situations where I've known one of my best friends was killed. I've known I was in a fatal car accident where somebody died, and I've seen it, and it's like, you know... People, it, it's sad to say that it, it takes somebody from such a high statue to like, it hits people like this. But to realize this, you're is, this happens every day. Yeah, every day. it does. And I think, you know, it, it, I, like you said, I hope it, this is a wake up call to a lot of people. Um, it won't be because we're going to be moving on. We're already talking about like the coronavirus. But see, that um, was even a conversation in between and before in between. But I still feel like a lot of people are still feeling it. Yeah. And I don't think I necessarily think that this is going to be like a come to Jesus moment. But I think a lot, a lot more people are just aware and a little bit more conscious as to what's going on. And I think like for you, people who have issues with anybody or just like love, actually genuinely love the people that are around them. This is like a true testament to show like 
it's so important to appreciate people while they're here. You know what I mean? I don't think that when he left that morning, his intention was not to come home. And, no. You know? It's never, you never plan it out. But I'm just saying, I like to tell people is that if I die tomorrow, God forbid, where's the piece of If I die tomorrow, I don't want people to not show up to my funeral and be like, Tom? That guy was a fucking asshole. Fucking my going to this funeral. I want to fucking... I want to line around the block two times. Mm-hmm. And I want shots given out right after you visit. The You'd be like, your last shot on me. You gotta go to New Orleans. You know, like, that's, that's I don't know, that's... that's <laughs> New Orleans is a mood. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a celebration more, of life, not me, a, yeah, when, the when acknowledgement I, of death. When I hit my 20s, that's how I got... I was like, you know, even if somebody scumbags you, I've my own fraternity brothers, like, gotten into business with me and, like, pulled a scumbag on me. And, yeah, you heated it for the moment. And then, like, after that, you're like, ah, whatever. You gotta yeah, not take bad. it as a loss, but as a lesson. I take it as a compliment. Okay. That's okay. how I take it. I'm like, okay, you want to try to scumbag me? I'll take it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, that's how it is. Like, you can't you can't take it personally. You don't, don't hold a grudge because the, dr- the grudge isn't gonna do anything for the person. It's just it's gonna eat away at you. So that's mm-hmm. the way I see that. Trip. So like speaking of business, um, you have done what a lot of us like strive to do is quit your nine to five or whatever that job that was holding you down. Like, me and Julian, like, we're still working on 9-5, and so is every other entrepreneur I, trying to make it out there. I don't there. think any entrepreneur doesn't not work on 9-5. I still do a side hustle. I still wait tables Monday and Tuesday at the place that I went to school. Like, I worked uh, I worked at Vincent's Clam Bar out in uh, Long Island. Oh, Vincent's Slaps. It's a fucking... Italian factory of just like you want chicken pom boom god fucking fried shrimp hot sauce but bang like right there 15 minutes bang get out turn the table mm. so that that place like I worked through there through college that's when before I went to Miami the first time I was like fuck I'm going to Miami I need money so I got a job here my fraternity brothers were working there I went there I started working there I learned how to become like a not like a money I don't I don't like to say money hungry because I was never money hungry I just learned how to like hustle it was more like grinding and like do a fucking double do 12 hours and not eat all day and fucking blah, 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 turn tables hey how are you hey how are you what do you want chicken pot blah, blah, blah. okay bye bye see oh you don't want dessert see you later bye so like the, I still work that job Monday Tuesday because it humbles me because like mm. I stopped that job when I started working with big clients and I didn't have a steady like schedule I, I was just like working on my own and I didn't have a schedule like I didn't have like um oh okay I'm gonna w- wake up eight o'clock today because I have Vincent's at four o'clock so I wanted to do this this blah 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 and then I like slacked off and I was like you know what fuck it I'm making an extra five hundred dollars a month uh five hundred dollars a week working at Vincent's two days a week might as well just do it pay for my gas and everything else pro bono so like I don't I never necessarily quit my night do I rely on the job no and it's great because I don't rely on it because if I did rely on it it'd be such a pain in the ass because mm-hmm. dealing with people who are assholes and this and that I'd hate to take that seriously and I don't right. but you know it's just it keeps me on schedule and it keeps me humble because at the end of the day I, I just talk to people and talking to people you don't know is the biggest skill of everything like if you want to sell so, yourself definitely. if you can't talk to somebody good luck mm-hmm. to hire me why why should I hire you can you just walk up to somebody and sell a chicken pot to them or direct them into buying a bottle of wine and you can't do that uh, good luck on selling yourself because that shit's easy. That shit's easy. 
you know, it's I, I love the fact that you you mentioned that because you know, for surface level, people won't understand that you even do that. You know, like they see you know the Instagram, the Twitter, the 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 content that you're putting out, and they're like, wow, this guy's really doing it. He's really eating. You know what I mean? I've and heard I, it, and I res I respect the fact that you have that level of humility because. I would say some entrepreneurs, they say, oh, you know what, like I started my own business and I'm making lucrative money and I don't want to go back to working any type of job. You know what I mean? I'm really those relying are, on those, my, those my hustle. Are, those are hard-headed people who never worked on anybody in their life. I started working at the age of 15 and I never, the, the name entrepreneur has never came out of my mouth until like Ooh. two minutes ago. I've mm. never called myself an entrepreneur. I just happened to find my niche in life really early. I uh, went to, I, I picked up a camera at 12 years old and I liked it. I went to the wrong high school. I transferred into Frank Sinatra School of the Arts on a bullshit fucking reason. <laughs> and and I got Throwing in. And yeah, and it was like it. Every, everything was destined to be, and I just kept going with it. it never, I never in a one minute thought I could make money doing anything I was doing. I, you know, like when I put it into perspective, when when you put down the numbers, and I don't brag or anything. I'm not saying this because I want to like showboat or anything, because that's not who I am. It's just like. I just did my books and I did like 195 this year. At, I mean, net, not net, uh, gross. And like, I fucking, you see it gradually, you see it gradually 30,000 every year growing, growing, growing. And then you have like your dad, my dad's all city workers, my whole family city workers. And he's like, you want that city job? You want that city job? I'm like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to mm -hmm. wait. I'm going to wait. Because there's nothing wrong with a city job. No. It's just, you know, I've never thought I was an entrepreneur. I just thought I was at the right place at the right time. And I did what I did and I followed my gut and I followed my passion I never felt, for an instance, I never thought about money. I never thought about trying to fucking become a millionaire or anything. I had a bad habit. My bad habit was I liked to party. And I was just like, how can I make this bad habit keep going? Totally. That's pretty much, that's pretty much, it's sad to say. It's just like, that's pretty much where I was. I was like, oh, I want, I like table service. I like this. I like going out to Miami. I like going to Vegas. I like, to, nah, fuck Vegas. No, but I like going to all these places. What does all these places cost? Money. So I got to do something to make me money. And that's where my head was. I didn't think, and now like I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh fuck! Now I got to think about retirement, and like that's where I'm at. So, mm -hmm. longevity. So you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's it's funny that you you mentioned a city job. I felt that because how many times did my mom ask me, did I want to work in the city my before she retired? Every it's single day. Very I tell my mom. It's a very respectable business, uh, not business, a career, but it's very respectable. There's nothing bad about doing it. You could always do your side hustle on the side. At the end of the day, my dad just retired. He's collecting his pension. He's collecting Social Security, and I don't even want to say the number of what he's doing a mm -hmm. month. The guy is living. But then you could argue, why do you want to live at the age of 63? 60, yeah. <laughs> Who's going to make it to 60? I don't want to. I found, I've been, I've been, I, there was like a time last year where I was bugging out because I didn't have, all my friends were getting city jobs. I'm sitting here like running my own business, doing this, doing that. And I'm like, fuck, man, I got, I got no safety net. Like, shit's going to hit the fan. Blah, 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 this, that, and the third. And all of a sudden, like, I started taking, uh, I started taking, uh, CBD oil. The minute I started taking CBD oil, all that shit went out the window. I stopped thinking bad thoughts. It's so oh, weird. Shit. Yo, if I didn't have CBD oil, I probably would have had like, a panic attack like eight months ago. Or like lotion or like... Uh, no, I take a, uh... The uh, drop? The drops, 3,000 milligrams. It takes 75 milligrams a day. And it just, it doesn't get you high or anything. It has no, nothing no. to do with that. It just... All those negative thoughts and the bad thoughts before you go to sleep disappear. It's the weirdest thing in the world. I took it for two weeks and I just, I, I was, when I was like last year, when I hit a bad spot, I hit a, I, I went full time on a full, on a client that was supposedly 
didn't have a contract with him. He was like my big, one of my biggest clients. I've had bigger clients than him, but he was a big client in his own niche. He was a bodybuilder. And he's like, I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars, this and that. And me like an idiot. I'm the like, one that you were posting about all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say his name. His no, name is Sadiq. His name is Sadiq Hedzo. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but matter. like this guy, I worked with him my whole, like he found me in high school. I found him, like he found me and like he blew up. He got me into a lot of connections and I, I appreciate that. But a, he was too demanding of a client. Like it actually, I have like 45 clients newly every year. And like. He just was too much of demanding, and uh, he put me in a bad spot financially. I I I I, hit, I got uh, there was a time where I went four weeks without a paycheck, and I started dipping into savings. And I was like, oh fuck, man! Like I gotta I gotta triple these saving numbers because if this ever happens again, I'm fucked. Definitely. So so like that's another thing where I go into like <laughs> protect yourself, and it's all about learning from your mistakes. Like one hundred percent. Nobody nobody's gotten everywhere anywhere in life because. They just did it the right way. Everybody's like, oh, you fall down, you get up. You fall down, you get up. <clears throat> I mean, it's a little different approach than Gary Vee. I've, I've filmed for Gary Vee, and I've heard Gary Vee, and I've met Gary Vee. Gary Vee is getting fucking annoying. I'll be no. honest with you. Like, he's just fucking annoying. He's like, kind of becoming a caricature. Yeah, himself. it's just like the same shit. You gotta, you gotta live in your fucking grandmother's house uh, on her fucking floor, and you gotta fucking eat shit. You you know what? No, you don't have to do that. You wanna make money? Go to a garage sale, yeah. buy the things, and you'll sell them yeah, for 10 cents more. I'm like, all right, Gary, we get it. We get it, Gary. I like Gary. I like. I think he's, he's great. He's like, He's great. No, he does inspire, like, inspire me sometimes. Like, I, I, he's I, gotta lay off the coast. Listen, there's plenty of times where I've listened to his shit, and I'm just like, yeah, this is great. Like, yeah, he's right. And there's a lot of times where I'm like, all right, Gary, you fucking said this 8 million times. <laughs> I got it. I got it. What's new? Tell so me what's new. That's when it becomes like too preachy and it's yeah. not genuine or organic. You don't, I'm not trying to call Gary V. I would say he's not genuine or organic because he Gary has said some good stuff. Gary V don't care what the fuck you call him. So call him whatever you want because he don't, he said it multiple times. People talk shit about me all the time. I'm like, I know. And I see why now because like now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I'm about to unfollow the guy because I'm just tired of it. It's like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, Okay, I get it. You did this. I, mm-hmm. Good for you, man. But there's a... Every, things work for different people. Yeah, Everybody's different ways, different, different trajectories. And like, I I like a safety net. Mm-hmm. I like that shit. It helps me and it, it motivates me because, you know, it's hard to fucking like live on your own fucking... Especially in New York City. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> fucking... Trust me. Yeah. You know, you can't live on the streets in New York City. It's tough, man. It's fucking not even like, like security-wise. It's just like, bro, everything's expensive here and like... I don't know. I, I like Gary V, and now like I'm at. I'm just sick of him. I'm just tired of hearing the same shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your over for Trump getting impeached? Great. He you, should be impeached. You think it's happening? I don't think. Oh, he's not. actually already impeached. No, he's impeached. But he hasn't been convicted. I just like that he's always gonna be impeached. Yes. He's an impeached president. That's a historical moment. Yeah, it's great. I mean, do I think this nation's divided? I like how we switched. You you pulled that fucking switch real quick. That yeah. was fucking. A flip. <laughs> that was a big flip. But I don't know. I like um, I I I like being a Democrat, but I don't like being a Democrat. I, there's some things. The Republicans is a shop party. I don't know. They have to reinvent themselves. I'm a business owner, but I'm also a product of. Blue collar workers, totally. You know, like I, I was not born with a fucking silver spoon in my mouth. I'm a hustler. I like to work. I, I. There's a lot of things in the Democratic Party I agree with. There's some things I don't. So you, but so. there's nothing. I, I think if you're a Republican, you should be making over three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, 
and then you should be a Republican. If you're not making over three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, really there you are voting against your interests. Mm-hmm. That's plain and simple. That's what I feel because they're not helping you. They're mm-hmm. helping corporations, the one percenters, and they're just they're fucking tacky. They're fucking. They're such. They're they're a bunch of elitists. Th- yeah, they like to call no, like, no, no spine because they just try to like just, Mitch McConnell, like Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch, yeah, Moscow like, Mitch. This guy got <laughs> this guy got voted in what seven times already, and he's he's increased his pay, but kept the pay of the people who voted him in at the same the whole fucking time. That's Mitch McConnell, and he's per- he should be thrown in jail because Barack Obama sh- had the right. To fucking put in a new judge, and he blocked that, mm-hmm. which is against the Constitution. So if he wants to say I fought for the I I, you know, I fought for the Constitution, no, you didn't, because what, you went against the Constitution. Even now, blocking every single bill that comes to the Senate without getting a sentence to vote on it is unconstitutional. Witnesses, oh, we don't have any new evidence because you keep blocking, blocking the, the witnesses. The, the, every single subpoena. Uh, talking about politics is tough man and I don't like to get into it I mean I get into it on yeah. Facebook with but people that are friends with me and they know like don't get into it with me but like it's either like you want to be on the right side of history or you want to be on the wrong side of history what, I, like, what always like fucks me up is that like when I'm talking to like someone who has my views you know we're gonna agree with each yeah. other all the time like we're like yeah that makes perfect sense but then sometimes you hear the other side and I guess sometimes the words that are coming out of their mouth be like what do you mean like Trump has raised the economy um, That's bullshit because Obama was raising the economy before that. It doesn't take fucking four years, three years to just raise the economy. It doesn't happen overnight. Obama took the economy when it was fucking garbage after a Republican yeah. was in office for eight years. Got us into a bullshit war. Fuck the housing market. Fucking trash this. Clinton, you want to say the guy got a blowjob in the fucking Oval Office? Honestly, if I was president, let me get a blowjob in a motherfucker. I would do the same. Come on. Come on. (laughs) But, yo, he had our deficit to zero. Nothing. Nothing old. You know, a surplus. Nothing. There was nothing old. Bush came in, which Bush should never came in. (laughs) Al Gore should have been in. Bush came in, fucked everything up. Got us into a war. Got people killed. Fucking deficit. The housing market. Done. Obama came in. Obama was like, fuck, man, I got this. I'm a, the first black president. I got all this fucking weight on my shoulders. Did it with class. Never had a fucking... Sc- uh, scandal? Yeah, no, no scandal. Got, just, guys the brown suit. just the brown, brown suit. Oh, yeah, that was a big conspiracy. <laughs> the brown suit, that fucked everybody up. It kind of fucked me. I was like, come on, man. That's the swag, bro. Bro, I'm like, come on. Brown suit, all right. Maybe if you're in Saudi Arabia, wear the brown suit, but... Come on, but no, nah, I'm That's just big drip energy. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, but he fucking came in, he saved this country, and it sucks because he's never gonna be appreciated. Because you know why? Because of this color of his skin. That's why he was a fucking great president. I think he's the top, top fucking five presidents. Mm-hmm. I think he did a great job uh, serving this country, and he's doing a great like, you know, he could be out there fucking building his own rally. He he's like nah, fuck this. He's still mu- dropping that mic, you know, but. It's just the uh, the problem is that we have there's gotta be a control on media. I feel I feel like Facebook's gotta step in. I feel like Twitter's gotta step in. Like if Trump doesn't get reelected, they gotta suspend his Twitter. They have to because he's not gonna stop and he's gonna promote fucking violence and he's gonna promote um, lies. And you, I, when does Twitter step in? When does Facebook step in? I think mm-hmm. they need to step in. I, I I think that's where we're at. I think these people need to like when you're having. This is a new wave where we're in an area where it's like, um, 
you know, when the radio came out, we had uh, McCarthyism, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I forgot what it was when TV came out, like the Vietnam War. We got exposed to the Vietnam War. Yeah, and we yeah, got yeah. all the graphic images. Mm-hmm. Now we have the internet. And there's got to be some limitations. There's no limitations right now. I think that there's got to be some limitations. And, you know, Twitter's got to step in. Like, this guy can't be spewing fucking lies, especially when he has this many followers. And, this, and, and, and shame on the country because country there's a lot of ignorant people and it's mostly in the bible states it's mostly in the red states where the education's low and like you know economy's low and it's a shame but they're just ignorant and and they yeah, and, yeah. and then they're pointing the finger at us like no you're fucking stupid you're in the deep state the deep state what the fuck is the deep state <laughs> being a patriot that's a deep state i don't know it's a big fucking mess and i think we're not gonna feel the i don't think in our lifetimes we're never gonna get out of this i think this is going to take it's going to get worse this is going to take this is going to take a lifetime to get over it i think also they are um we're, we're going to hit that transition period where the old guard is really going to go um in terms of just like upper leadership and the, the government um voting population and stuff like that like when you think about it the people the main core voters the target voters for this election they were all born in after 2000. Mm. 2001, 2000, yeah, but, 2000. Yeah. So the, those are the targets. But that's for like Bernie. No, but like, I don't know. Those, all right. So I've worked on, my, some of my clients were born in the 80s and like they they throw their daughters in the sweet 16s and these kids, there's a lot of people growing up right now that they're growing up in an era like they were 80s. Like, mm. I don't know if you know the difference. Like my, my father was born during the Vietnam War. He's a baby boomer he knows the fucking shit mm-hmm. then there's this parents that were born in the fucking 80s and they're like born where the economy was booming they didn't give a fuck about anything and now they're raising their kids the same way that they, like they grew up and like mm-hmm. they're they're raising like, bro i see plenty of kids my age that are trump supporters or kids below yeah, me that are trump supporters that they know nothing mm-hmm. nothing and it's just like it's you know it's like i said it's a really sticky issue and i think uh if we don't fix it this term if he gets another four years, it's gonna it's gonna fuck this country up bad, and I and I don't want to see it happen. But I like Bernie too, I really do. But I also like Yang, man. Yang, have you ever heard Yang talk? Yeah, yeah. they're not giving it to him though. You see, like I know. in in the media, like they'll be like thirteen candidates are going to be debating tomorrow. And they only put 12 pictures like and don't Yang, put Andrew, Andrew Yang. Bro, put Yang on the fucking TV. And like one time they put Andrew Yang's like, oh, here's Andrew Yang. And it was a picture of a different Asian dude. Yeah, so you know like, who's going to win though? Trump? No, Bloomberg. Oh, Bloomberg <laughs> is the wild card who's going to get the nomination. I think, no, I think nah. Bloomberg's going to pull a Clinton. He's going to fuck everything up. Honestly. I think Bloomberg... Remember all those times we had to go to fucking school because of Bloomberg? Yeah. I don't like Bloomberg. Uh, <laughs> I don't listen, know. I respect him as an entrepreneur. He's great. He built his own business. Bro, don't fuck this shit up right now. Like, you gotta like, you gotta fight fire with fire, even though I'm not a socialist or anything. And I don't want to put Bernie as a socialist. He's not. But, like, there's certain things, like, he's gonna be perceived as a this big socialist. He's a communist and... That's how they're gonna. That's how the right's gonna run it, and then the left is gonna go fucking. It's gonna literally be left and right, and we're gonna clash really fucking. If that how if that's how it's gonna go, I think it's gonna be fucking bad. And I think if Trump loses, I I don't think he's gonna leave. I he's don't not, think uh, he's gonna leave. I think he's gonna be like, no, oh, fake, no, no. Because he'll be arrested. He'll me. be arrested. I think like, they're gonna have York. to drag this fucking guy out of there, and it wouldn't be the. I would be the happiest guy in the world if I saw that.
Nah, I feel you. And then I think he may try to do something and, like, just try and stay there until he's dead, like a dictator. I see. His wife's his ass with the Constitution every single day. Every day. And so what makes you think that he wouldn't do it? And his supporters, they don't give a fuck. And, like, I'm trying to understand the supporters, and, like, all my friends of this are, like, Trump supporters, and they're all city workers. And I see how, like, cops and firemen, like, they feel like they're getting taken advantage of, and they see, like, and they're just mad. There's, these people are just mad. They're mad that they're, they're not feeling appreciated, and, like, Trump targeted them. Yeah. And he fucking spoke to them. I don't know. I, like, I never connected with that, but he fucking targeted these guys, and they do not lose any support with him. They just, I think... I don't support what he says. That's, yeah. This is their argument. Yeah, does he say stupid shit? Yeah. Do I support the economy's doing great? Yeah. And then when you say a fact, oh, well, yada, and this old, they always got the answers, but they don't got the right answers. What, I think what it mainly is is that they finally saw something different. Like, during the swamp, like, uh, they, someone who's Teflon and just wants to say whatever the fuck he says. Like, when he went on one of the first debates and said, like, oh, you asked me for money, you asked me for money, you asked me for money. These got everybody, that got everybody's dick hard for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. They thought that was hot. Even though I didn't, because I was listening to the other shit, you know, when he's calling, like, Hispanics, uh, Mexicans, rapists and shit. Even yeah. when, it's just so crazy. I mean, I knew about Donald Trump. I've watched documentaries on Donald Trump. And I just knew he wasn't, a, he's a fucking scheme artist from Queens. I mean, in the 90s. He, 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 mean, he, said, he said in the interview in the 90s, he said that if he was to run for president, he would run as... He, even though he's a Democrat, he would run as a I think Republican. Apparently, I think that was fake news, to be honest. I think that might no, there's have been a lot of, there's a lot But of it, it was literally, it was like, happening yeah. in the 2020 interview, because it, it was from the 90s. Um, yeah. Nah, there was like that quote, but apparently it's not real. But no, I it's, wanna... it's an actual video. Oh, okay, okay. It's an actual video of him saying that okay. in, um, that he were to run for if he was to run for president, he would run as a Republican, because the Republican um, basis are too dumb to realize when somebody's conning them, yeah. as long as they're saying exactly what, as long as you're saying and what they, want, what to they want to hear. When he was building the Taj Mahal in Jersey, um, he didn't pay his work, those construction workers. He doesn't pay shit, man. At he all. Doesn't, he doesn't even own half the buildings that he has. All he, it's just licensed. Almost, it's all, they in the contract, they have to keep Trump in, on top of the building. If you really look into it, there's documentaries all over Netflix, and then they're gonna say like, "Oh, Netflix is controlled by the mainstream media." Fucking Netflix. Every it's so easy to be like. So I got to the point where like I get into fights with Facebook people. I don't answer them no more. And they're like, "Oh, you can't answer the question." I'm like, "I'm just pulling a Trump, bro." Yeah. I'm not gonna answer shit because Trump <laughs> don't answer shit. So how does that feel? Doesn't that aggravate you? Doesn't yeah. it make you fucking mad? Mm-hmm. And then then they shut the fuck up. I'm just like... You're still waiting for uh, his tax, tax returns? returns? Mm-hmm. What, four years later? Where, where, no, it's in uh, it's in uh, Supreme Court right now. Yeah. I think that's where it's at. In New York. That's why I think New York is going to end up oh, arresting oh, him. Oh, they're going to... Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, If he doesn't get reelected, he's going to jail. And that would be the happiest that I would fucking blow up fireworks, fucking have the national anthem. I'd, I'd hire a DJ. I'd, I'd hire Jules's fucking... <laughs> Brother, the cum set up ten fucking speakers because I got ten fucking Trump supporters on my block because I live in Howard Beach, and I fucking blast the national anthem and shit. I never shoot fucking fireworks. Never. I will personally shoot every firework off and happily go to jail for it. <laughs> yeah, Howard Beach. That's the that's the home of the Trump supporters. And when I looked at the map. I was like, I really hope we get flooded again. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Just wipe these people. Out. I was like, this is fuck. Yo, I walk around. I used to jog, 
and I pass ten Trump flags when I'm drop jogging. And like, there's thoughts in my mind, like, what do I do? Do I get like fucking Russian flags and just staple it to that doors, or do I take a? I'm like, I I thought about like taking lighter fluid and putting it in the Trump flag and lighting on fire. I was like, ah, hey, the wind goes in the house, then I'm going to fucking jail for arson. What like, I think like just getting crazy, like the the foam glue and just putting couple of Russian flags all over that fucking house and just being a bitch to rip it off and getting that glue off. That's a good punishment. <laughs> but now that I'm talking about it now, now I'm directly linked to all these crimes. Crimes. So, so that's all I have to win. So I got to figure out something else. But every time I walk past, like, ran past these houses, I'm like, I, I literally run by and personally spit on that fucking house. So, I love it. I love it. I um, it. How has, you know, like, four years, so you... Post grad, what twenty sixteen? You graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when around the timeline you were working transitioning we're off to politics. Now, we're yeah. I mean, this is no. This is still a politics, politics okay. question because twenty sixteen, uh, Trump got elected. So you're in. A, you're starting your business. Um, for one year in, he makes the transitions with tax laws and like uh, the stipulations for everything. You know, financially for business owners. Yeah. What was the effect for you? Uh, as a business owner, I didn't. I saw nothing but. Uh, Nothing good because uh, I I know a bunch of city workers where like they didn't get that much money back. I owed I always owe money. There's never I always I'm always gonna have to pay. It's so just it's about ten ninety nine. Yeah, I mean I just I pay my estimated taxes. There's no I'm always like my I'm a successful business, so I'm always owing more because I'm always projected off of my last income, and then I'm always behind. So mm-hmm. I it's not a good. It's not something that's good to ask me. I'm always going to pay something. Mm-hmm. But going from, like, people who owed money, like, who who are owed money from, like, city workers, my father, my family, like, they didn't get that much back. Like, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who are like, I didn't get anything back, you know? Like, and my, 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 all my big Trump supporters are like, oh, well, you made more. And, like, everyone's like, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I didn't make more. I didn't get a raise. <laughs> What are you talking about? Because yeah, I didn't make exactly. more. So what, what? I I know the rich got a break, but like the blue collar working class people didn't get shit. Mm-hmm. Tax the rich. The the yeah. argument is uh your four hundred one k went up, but not everybody. Yeah. Got what a, if you die? Uh, and what you if you don't have one? Yeah. Like, you don't not everybody shit. got one. Everybody. You don't get shit. And the four hundred one k that you can't borrow against until I think. I mean that you can't use until like your old your later. You could old borrow, life. I guess. That's but depending then, on but your. But then, if you borrow, you, you tax, pay, you pay the tax pay on it, yeah, yeah, and then pay the penalty depending on which four hundred one k. But that's like what is a lot of people's argument. Like, oh, your four hundred one k's are are great because you know the economy is doing. But yeah, I could ask everybody in my job. I bet you only 10% of the people there have a 401k. Mm-hmm. Now, that's just, you know, uh, their fault, I guess, because they're not signing up. Because, you know, you there's, a com- there's a company match. You, that's you pretty much to. free money. You that's what to. I always say. You have, um, to do, you have to prepare for retirement. And I, and I keep saying, like, why Democrats are in the best economy interest. Because, like, we have people that are in our generation who are in so much student loan debt. Yeah. That they Crippling. are not. They, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I took federal loans and, like my family paid half and like i'm very grateful and like there's some people who who took private loans like my sister and like they are fucked like fucking fucked and like you're expecting people to pay like i'm not talking about me it's fine but i'm talking about like people who are, are working a minimum wage job to pay fucking their 350 that's a car monthly payment bill. monthly fucking payment that it's supposed it's to just look, for 10 years um uh pay for their housing pay for their health pay for their fucking 
their um, phone bill, phone, but just just to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then you expect them to buy a fucking house. Mm-hmm. You do you think they're gonna put into retirement? Are you fucking you want them stupid? To have kids? You think the economy was bad in two thousand eight? Wait until we're forty five and fifty, and nobody's buying shit. Well, you know they're saying like they're pro- they're projecting. Well, they were projecting some type of recession hitting hard because it's gonna hit. There will be because everything was booming. Yeah, well, Trump's gonna cause it too. Trump's gonna. But then you know what they say that they're actually what's gonna possibly cause it is who lands a Democratic nomination. Yep. Um, because they said if Bernie gets it, it's gonna happen. No, they said if Elizabeth Warren gets it, then they they they're more likely because. Essentially, some hedge funds and some brokers are betting against. They don't want her. They don't want her. They're so if her. she gets in, they're betting against it, and that's gonna uh, cripple the stock market. Bernie, they're leaning more towards Bernie getting the Democratic nomination. He will, but he with will, yeah. that, you they know, they're still skeptical. Time. You know, yeah. skeptical about that. Yeah, um, I mean, it's 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 still up in the air because when Trump was in this situation at this time, I think he had like. Less than fifty percent of it a chance. So like, there's no, this is too early to call who's getting the nomination, but I want to see. I don't know. I I like Yang. I really do, but I know Bernie has the best shot. I think uh, Joe. He's uh. He had the shot. I mean, I, I don't. I I, he never I, looked good. He never looked good, and 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 like he just looked like a lost old man, like yeah. Trump. Like he looked kind of the same. I'm just mm-hmm. like I'm looking at another idiot who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Personally, that's what yeah, I Yeah, no, with. I agree. They had, um, I was watching uh, CSNBC yesterday and they were looking at the ranking and they were saying that right now, Joe is leading the pack in polling. They had uh, Elizabeth Warren rounded out two and then they had Bernie in the three slot and then I believe they had... Um, Don't go off a polling. At the end of the day, like, they said the same shit with Trump. Like, oh, Trump can't win. Trump Trump can't win. And that's what I'm saying, like, I don't don't want it necessarily to happen, but I feel like the wild card of Bloomberg, he's going to slip in and really, like, boost in the polling really quickly. He's a moderate, and it's just, I feel like he's going to suck a lot of votes away from, like, Bernie. If Bernie was running and it was Bernie between... Uh, Bloomberg, I feel like because he's a moderate, like people may connect with him more, and yep. and he's from, former mayor of New York City. Yeah, he's handled more catastrophe nine eleven, the cleanup after nine eleven, the yeah. jobs. They're gonna look at his track record, and they're gonna look at Bernie, and they're like, so all you're trying to throw at us is free yeah, education, you're, healthcare. You're gonna you're gonna get the the young kids like us who are more radical and not level headed as us, and they'd be like, he's a fucking billionaire, blah blah, fuck him. Mm-hmm. They're gonna want Bernie, and they're not gonna vote. <laughs> but then they don't, don't even vote. know why they want Bernie. Yeah, there's, lot, speaking. No, there's, there's bad on the right and there's bad, bad on the left. left. Mm-hmm. And there's a they're lot of bad fucking left. Look there's a lot of there's a lot of left people who who they don't know what the fuck they're talking about either. They don't watch Fox News. I literally sit there as much oh, as it Fox fucking News hurts me. As much as it hurts me to Sean sit there Hannity. and watch it, <laughs> I fucking hate Hannity. If I ever I knew I know exactly what I'm gonna say to Hannity if I've ever walked up to Hannity. Like, I, I don't even want to say what I'm going to say, but I know what I'm going to say to him. I can't wait till I run into Hannity. But, like, I literally cannot wait. He's such a wait. joke. He's a... Oh, he's such a disgrace to Irish Americans. And also uh, Fox and Friends. They're yeah, I, they're I sit there, I watch that shit. I watch it, and I see what the right's talking about. And then I see what the left's talking about. And I watch... I like Cuomo. I don't feel like Cuomo is, like, uh, really... Leftist, I feel like he's left, but in the middle too. He's, he's more left fair. now. 
He's very like I think he he give he I just like him because he fucking he gives the right questions. He's like he's like oh yeah re-, like he'll he'll press somebody. Yeah yeah exactly exactly. I like how he presses people and that's what I like about Cuomo. But we'll see we'll see in a year. We shall see we shall so, see. So now that we realize that there wasn't like the effects of the contrast, so like as a business owner, you weren't, I mean, you say, hey, you are always affected by it, you know. I'm um, always going to pay. Like, yeah, as a exactly. small business owner, I'm always going to pay. I just feel like if if you help small businesses in the sense where healthcare is included in our taxes, because mm-hmm. I'm always paying taxes and I don't get anything for it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I'm paying for upkeep for the city and this and there. I feel like you're going to see a surge in common for small businesses because we can't compete with corporations. Like, I mean, I don't, I'm not in the pers- uh, profession where I'm dealing with Costco. Where you have competition. Like, I don't have a big... Uh, there's no super monster of wedding cinematographers out mm-hmm. there where it's like they take over everything. So it's just like... I feel like if you give business owners... like That's why I like Yang. When you give people a little bit of money or you give them yeah. a fucking break, if you mm-hmm. give the middleman business owner a fucking break, you're going to see them. They're going to hire more local people. More job like, More job opportunities. Like, business, small business owners are not the same as big... CEOs of fucking oil companies or Amazon, they want people to make money. Like, we're very loyal. Small business owners are such loyal motherfuckers because they'll be like, yo, I'd rather, what do you want to make? I ask my workers, yo, I'm going to pay you this much. Do you want more or do you want less? Like, what do you feel comfortable? Uh, are you serious? I'm like, don't, don't think about me. I'm, what do you want me to pay you? Because I want to pay you what you want to make because I don't want somebody who feels like they're getting gypped out mm-hmm. and they're not going to give me that full potential. I want your full potential. What do you want to get paid? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to work for you for 12 hours and I, and I tell them I'm not charging an hourly rate. So like, give me a flat rate and we could work with it every day. I'm going to give you that rate. Uh, I feel fair at like 750 a day or 800 a day. Okay, no problem. Then I package everything in, knowing that I have to pay so-and-so $800 a day, and we all make money. Mm-hmm. The more money I make, the more money you make. make. Okay. And then there's less hassle. They don't have to deal with clients. They don't have to deal with taxes. It's easy for it's them. I just process. call them up. I call them up. You're getting paid for that day. Hey, yo, I want to give you $800 for this day. Just mm-hmm. show up to the day. Wow. That's it. I, I, I love the fact that you like give them power you know you really empower them to say hey you know what you're taking ownership because now you're creating there even though you're giving them a day rate you're employing them you're also giving them a sense of ownership yeah exactly but like i don't want you to feel like i'm cheating you Mm -hmm. because when i got cheated fuck you i don't want to bust my ass it's it's good for morale Mm -hmm. i don't want morale is the most important thing oh yeah this guy fuck this guy i mean there's some people who won't break their ass for nobody and you don't want to hire them there's some people that Oh wow, you know, like I know all the guys that work for me, they respect me and they're like, Yo, Tom's giving me the rate that I want. I wanna go above and beyond. There's been times where I've I've sat down with one of my shooters and I had a drink with them. They're like, Yo, can I just get up and like pick up some shots? I'm like, Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was like giving you a fucking break, but if you wanna go work, go work. I'm not gonna say no. What um what is the worst story for a a girl trying to come to your table in Miami or anywhere. What is the biggest like, and they didn't take the hint or something like that? Like trying to be a bottle rat. Yeah, a bottle rat. They pick up my fucking bottle. I, I I literally my girlfriend. She didn't. She wasn't. She never was at the club scene. Like I always just say, yeah, this bottle rat, yeah, bottle. And she witnessed it for my twenty fifth birthday. Like we were at PhD um, during the day. <laughs> And like I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up. 
I'm dancing. All of a sudden, I see my 1942 $26,000, uh, $26, $2,600 bottle. Some girl picks it up and decides to take a picture with it. Now, I just paid $2,600 for that. You drop it, now I got to get another one. And, like, all of my friends were like, this fucking bottle, right, blah, blah. And, like, you know, we just take it from her. But, like, I don't know if you're talking about that or if you're trying to just talk about people trying to come up to me and, and like, drink off my shit. If you're drinking off my shit, entertain me. At least talk to me. Mm. Say hi. You know, if you're just sitting there and not talking to me, get the fuck away. Like, now you're really making an obvious. At least attempt it. Yeah, Even yeah, when yeah. I'm drunk, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, is on my talking? Oh, okay, sweet girl. That's <laughs> good. That's okay. But if you just sit there and be like, make me a drink, go fuck yourself. Go buy a drink. Like, I'm not yeah, making yeah. you shit. <laughs> make yourself I, a drink. I think that's a perfect segue. Like, how do you feel like with you being another, like, your independent business owner, like, how, how often are people coming to you, like, like literally, like, the same example, like a bottle rat, like, trying to come for opportunities? Like, can I get this from you or can I get that from there you? Was, there was... When I started my business at 20 and, like, when I started making money at 22, I went off the rails from, from 22 to, like, 24. I was fucking consumed in it. And I was, uh, I was pretentious. I got really, not in a dark place. I just got into numbers and, like, who's making more money and this and that. And I, I'll be the first one to raise my hand and be like, yeah, I was, I was a fucking asshole for a solid year where I was, like, yeah, fuck you unless you're going out every night and, and like, going out and buying tables, like, you know, like, that's where my mindset was, and it was a really bad mindset, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I learned from it, I learned the hard way, because you know who had to pay that fucking bill? I did, I paid that bill, you know, like, and once you pay the bill, you're like, eh, I don't want to do this no more, mm -hmm. you know, like, you get to that point where you're like, eh, now I'm good, I'm like, mm, taking all these people, like, they, they hop in your table, I was flying girls out to Miami, fucking... Go taking this one out. Oh, don't worry about it. I, I got dinner, blah blah. And then you think that you're you're gonna get that back. No. It never came back. So after that, I was like, nah, I'm done. Unless it's family, friends, good fucking friends that you grew up with, that's one thing. But people that I barely know or this and that, and didn't give me anything, that's where I'm at. Like you know, if you don't like, it's a it's a you scratch my back, I it's scratch a, yours. Yeah, for sure. Especially after you scratch so many times. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my fuck, I, my nails had skin underneath them. You know, like I was scratching everybody's fucking back. Oh yeah, I was a masseuse for a couple of months. You know, I was, I was a masseuse for a solid year. You know, but you know, you live and you learn. I'm, I'm a full believer, and like money comes back and all that. And I'm not even thinking about the shit like that. But mm -hmm. yeah, did I get a little crazy? Like, did I come into money really young and I didn't, I didn't understand how much money I was making. I really didn't, and like, I was like, fuck, man. When you couldn't take another fucking credit card out, you couldn't get another... Like, I never took a loan out, but, like, when your credit score is shit and you can't even get your own fucking, uh... Your own fucking, uh... Car under your own name because your credit is shot, you're like, fuck, man. You look at your credit and you're like, fuck, I owe X amount of dollars. What did I do for this? Mm -hmm. Just partied. And I helped other people who don't have the same responsibilities as I do. Yeah. And I made X amount of dollars. Where's all that money? My accountant wanted to kill me. Mm. My accountant was like, you spent fucking $85,000 on partying? He goes, he goes, God bless you because you're young and you don't have no family and you don't have any responsibilities. You're under somebody else's health care. But are you, are you kidding me? Like, he goes, you're going to learn real quick that this ain't, the, this ain't the way. It's not the way, yeah. You can't do this shit. And then after the second year of him yelling at me, that's when I learned to. <laughs>
<laughs> I, I feel like, like I can hear it in just like the context and like how you're talking. Like you could definitely see the learning lesson that you learned, and this is like five years in a game, and that some for some people that's a ten year in the game lesson, a fifteen year in game lesson that you're learning. You know, like the importance of the of the dollar is really important, mm-hmm. and like the value of like that longevity. Because hey, you want to see this business continue to grow. You know, like you don't want it to be a small business for every for forever. You don't want to have to be the guy working. You want to be the guy that owns and yeah. and sees other people and invests in other mm-hmm. people. I mean, I always want to be involved. It's just like. I don't want to always be like my whole big thing right now is editing. Mm. You know, like I book 45, 40, no, 35 to 40 weddings a year and they're paying four to six thousand dollars per wedding. And like when you're doing that many weddings, especially in October, where you're doing 12 weddings in a, in a month and you're mm. making like forty thousand dollars in that month. Um, right now, I'm still packed out on editing. Like I'm editing, editing, editing. Like it's like. It's like I would love to trade somebody just to like edit my stuff mm-hmm. so I could project my energy towards marketing yeah. and doing this and do not because I want to cheap out and like mm-hmm. I want them to make something nice and I want my touch to it but I have to train somebody and it's so hard to train somebody Who exactly what you know because they're gonna take that and they're gonna take it and you go somewhere else and start their, their own, own business thing. they're like why do I work it's for you th- three times with me and like people just and I try to give them benefit and I'm like bro like you have no responsibilities like. I'm literally lining you up to make money and like you're going to get like for for the dollar that people when people work for me they make more on the dollar than I do because they don't have to deal with the client, they don't have to market, they don't have to do anything. I just call them up, "Hey, hold this date for me. You're making money that day." Mm-hmm. That's it. They don't have to do anything else. So that's where, you know, it's really it's really, uh, you know, when, when you put in that perspective, they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I don't have to do shit. You just mm-hmm. got to call me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't think some people see the investment, you know, like they think like, and I think I, I was working at a, a music school, like when I first post grad and music is even rougher than film. <laughs> Yo, unbelievably rough. Um, but I saw you don't make money unless you fucking perform. Yeah. It's, it. Touring is the only way you make money, that's you it. know? Um, and I saw it where you like, you see the pattern where people, they go, they learn something, even just look at like the trajectory of the music industry and like job placement, people don't stay in jobs for long because they take what they need to take from whoever that's like invested in them, given the knowledge and they go off and they're doing their own thing. And then they, they kind of, you don't see that scratch your back mentality. You know what I mean? And like you, you said, you've seen it three times already where you train people, you help people develop people. And instead of them going and saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to start off, but like, hey, I got a job for Tommy or like, hey, I need help with this. You know, like, here's let me call you back and say, hey, you busy this day? I need you to come back and here's a job for you. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's not even, it's not even about that I want jobs from you. I don't want jobs from you because I'm busy. I just, I want respect. So when I tell you, hey, take hold tw- May 25th for me, you know, unless your fucking mother's dying on the bed. I don't want to hear a week before, hey, I can't do the job for you. Like, your word is your word. I, took, I gave you this day. You said you want to take it. You take it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole thing with our industry. It's, you know, like, and the biggest thing is, like, dropping your cards on somebody else's fucking job. You know, like, mm-hmm. I was sending one kid under me. Ooh. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is my job. Meanwhile, it was Van Gogh Films' job. Mm-hmm. And he goes, here's uh, so-and-so's, I'm not going to say his name, but here's so-and-so's uh, video production. This is my job. And then he stole clients from me, which, whatever. They, so how did, how did you feel in that moment? Like, what was... Oh, at the time, I wanted to fucking break this kid's head. 
But then after a minute, I was just like, I just laughed it off because I was like, yeah, whatever. It's, it is what it is. You got to like, chalk it up to the game. I understand where the kid's head at. And, you know, the, there's a lot of money-hungry kids, especially in the wedding industry. It's like... It just uh, sucks because people think that there's a finite amount of money. Yeah. And so I got to grab all of it because I need to eat. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is there's enough money for everybody. Yeah, there's um, plenty, especially in the wedding industry. There's so many people getting married and there's so many different markets. And like, that's the whole thing. It's like, you got to find your market. Like yeah. my market, this, when you look at wedding industries, I can't tell you how many times people come up to me and like, hey Tom, like, you don't put like your like me reading a letter over the, the wedding video. Like you do that. And I straight up like, no, no way. It's boring. And they're like, we think the same way you think because we hate that. So there's a market for everything. I think yeah. there's a market. Like when people are like, oh, there's like, you got to find your market. And I didn't understand what they were saying. Like literally there's fucking, when I, I found my market where there's a bunch of people who just like dope ass wedding videos, like emotional, touching, just visually, not vocally. And like dope ass music and you like you sit there and you get goosebumps not like necessarily because it's bad or it's good or it's like you're just getting you're getting an emotional reaction from yeah. feeling and yeah, like feeling. people feel that and they don't know how to describe it to me and like we just feel like the, it's funny when they try to tell me because I, there's no there's no words to describe it but they're like you know you just got to find your market you know like in any business you if, if there's a fucking market about people dressing up like clowns and like wearing a diaper and they'd like to conjugate together and talk. I swear to God, if you focus so hard, you will find a bunch of people that like to do that mm -hmm. and you have a business. All you need is 10,000 people to give you $10 a month. That's 100K right there. Bro, you just got to find something that everybody likes. How do you feel about like, our, I feel our generation, not Julian, because he's getting married, but <laughs> most people aren't planning on getting married. <laughs> I think. I don't want to get married. It seems that way, and you think that'll destroy your... Or there will always be other people. There's enough people that are yeah. getting married. Yeah, I mean, we're different. You know, like, I... You know, my family, my, my, my mother and father got fucking eloped at City Hall. You know, like, I'm not a... You know, I'm not a... We have a big... I'm like, we have a family, you know, but it's not like a big, like, Ginzo... I mean, like, I had an Italian last name, but we're not a big Ginzo family. Yeah, like, yeah. we're like, you gotta have a big wedding, you gotta get married to church. Nobody gives a fuck in my family. Like, we're like, what it is or it is. But there's a lot of families that, like, it's a big deal. And, like, the only people who are getting married, they're not paying. The people who are getting married are not paying for it. Mm -hmm. It's their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their parents are paying for yeah, the wedding. Yeah, the parents want that experience. It's it's for the parents. It's not, every couple I talk to, we don't even And the family that's coming. Yeah. So they can see it. It's always two, and they always want to outdo each other. And, like, I'm just there, like, I can help out. And they, they're <laughs> you know? like, we'll pay you a little bit more to do this for us or, you know, like, yeah, kind of I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, 50-50, I'm either talking to the bride or I'm talking about the mother of the bride or the mother of the groom. You know, it's not, you know, it's not, it doesn't, I don't know. It's just, we're getting into a time where marriage isn't key anymore. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think... The the for the classic meaning of marriage, like a co government contract. Like, I, yeah. there could be other ways to get married, just... Spiritually, yeah. um, physically, emotionally. Yeah, I mean, you don't I, need I, that paper. I know people who've been together 20 years and never got married. And they don't but it is good for tax benefits, you know. Yeah, um, of course. If, if, you, if, you, if you file together, because in today's day, it's better that you file separately than it is together. I, you know what it is? I just feel like if you really, if you want to go deep into this conversation, I'm just saying, like, you see this little, like, when you look at back in the 1920s, what the fuck was going on in the 1920s? People were drinking, 20s, fucking, man. and partying. 
What happened after the 1920s? The Great, Great Depression. Depression. Bang. Now, the kids of the Great Depression were like, fuck, my grandparents and everybody were wrong. I have to have a family. I have to do this. And then we had, like, cons- we got conservative. So it was, like, 1920s was very, like, yeah, you want to fuck a girl? Fuck a girl. Like, that's when the blowjob started. The blowjob and sex film started in 1920. You want to wear a skirt above your ankles? You can't. Nobody cared. <laughs> it got wild. Yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. balances. It's always going to come back, you know? Like, I feel like we're getting to a point where we're getting really fucking... Not, I don't want to say liberal, but I'm just saying we're just getting really loose. And we're like, yeah, you want to do drugs? You want to do this? You want to drink? You want to do... Hey, as long as you make it work to work at 9 o'clock, I don't give a fuck if you're puking out of your fucking <laughs> eyes, you know? Like, and also, I feel like this generation is more accepting of, like, different of people. Of course, but we're also seeing the challenges of conservatism. And, like, we're seeing how conservative conservatism can be bad, you know? Like, we literally are so in a split right now in our country where it's like... We're gonna. I don't know. I don't know where the country's gonna go. In I think. 30s. I think also like a, a one bad thing though that's happening with our time is I feel people don't know how to speak to each other. No. That well. No. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Not, not our generations, but the generations bef- down under from us. Like, under, under us. us yeah. I've never seen people not know how to communicate. They don't. They, they don't, don't communicate vocally. They do it on their phones. Bro, we played manhunt when we were kids. These kids don't do shit. They send yeah. dudes at fucking ten years old, nine years. Like I fucking. It's sick to say this, but these people like sexting at ten to eleven, and they don't even know what the fuck they're looking at. Like you know, it's like. Uh, it's it's, all, it's, gen- it's an advanced age. It's it's I don't know. It's because there's so much information like. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, we there was about let's say fifty percent of information, and AOL. we had eight eight hours to consume it. Now there's two hundred percent of 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 information, and we still have those eight hours to try to consume. How do we divide that much information in that amount of time? And then every day there's just so much more information. How do we consume it all? How do we retain it all? Yeah, definitely. And so that's how I guess people are coming, you know, more advanced mm-hmm. or no more, unfortunately. Oh, Sometimes I feel like we know too much, and then we're not yes. allowing ourselves yes. like like be open minded about yeah. Shit. And uh, they were talking about like data is going to be the new currency, where like companies are like accruing and cre- and creating so much data that they don't know how to process it, and like computing power is getting crazier because there's so much data. We don't. There's so much going on that we don't know how to process what's going on in the data and everything that's going on. And imagine when we were trying to process all this stuff. We were what 15, 16 when all of this data started, and then they're they're processing it at nine, ten years that's old, and that's all they know. They grew up with it, you know. Yeah, you got, yeah. you see kids at one years old, two years old, their with first Christmas per- present is an iPad, and I'm like, why do they need an iPad? I didn't get my first phone until I was nine, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean that's a, you can't really argue because the technology wasn't there yet. It, it wasn't like, exactly, but you know, but so like, what is the technology doing to them? Yeah, it's. Just, it's 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 giving them too much independence real quick that's where i say like there's got to be a cap on like there's got to be some like uh type of censorship i guess yeah there's got to be some censorship because like i I don't want i don't like saying shit like that but it's just like yo these kids got the world at their fingertips and like they could look up a lot of fucked up shit like when was the first time you like you know what you know what fucked me up when i was like 15 when the iraq war started and like i saw the first beheading Mm. Of this kid guy got beheaded. I saw a whole fucking bro. You know how sick I felt after that. You know I feel like these kids are seeing this, and it's normalized. And it's normalized. And I feel like unsensitized. And on what is it? It's desensitizing people. Well, yeah, because there's a shooting every day at at a school, 
you're so used to that. Yeah, but give you're, me even more guns. Since I'd be death, right. <laughs> death, um, death is nothing, I yeah. guess, to these people, to kids. You know, they see it every day. I don't they know. see it on the timeline every like, day. I Their favorite like, rapper is dying. Yeah, um, got perks all the time. I feel like we're just we're gonna have a really big between me and the next generation. We're gonna have a big gap between each other. I feel like between the baby boomer, like the same thing that I go back to with my father and like the eighties generation. I don't know the the name of the eighties generation, but uh, uh, they're technically the millennials. Yeah, no, millennials no, no. like eighty seven. Eight no, uh, millennials are like yeah, the end of the eighties. But there's a generation in between the baby boomers. They're just generation X. Uh huh. Yeah, generation. X. And those are the those like you know like they were just totally different. Mm-hmm. But oh no, millennials nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety six. Hmm. So when did uh, when did the baby boom end? Baby boom ended in the seventies. I think nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. So all right. All right. So there's like there's like a there's okay a boomer. <laughs> no, there's just there's just a there's a there's, there's that gap because you gap. have the, the baby boomers in the '69, then the '70s babies. They're all the products of like psychedelics and all the crazy mm-hmm. shit that their parents are doing. And the, the like the baby boomers that were born in the '50s, because like if you think about it, the baby boomers were born between '45 and '69, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the the older baby boomers, like my grandmother, oh, no, I'm sorry, '61 Generation X is '61 to eight to '81. Okay, so okay. the baby boomers, my, my grandmother, she was born in 45. Yeah, she was 18 yeah, in, in the late yeah. 60s. Um, so her children were all born late 60s, like 68, 70, and the, her last child was born in 79. So they were ch- the products of like that psychedelic age. Yeah. Our parents oh, were partying like, like we're in like, the 20s. Yeah, yeah. They didn't like, care like, about like, anything. Fuck, fuck, fuck the government. Yeah, yeah. They lost trust in Nixon because mm-hmm. of Nixon. Like that's when we really lost trust in our government is because of Nixon. And like then we we started not believing. Chill, bro. Make America great. <laughs> that was his slogan. Yeah, no. That's I mean, I, I personally think Reagan fucked this whole country up. On I mean, top of he introduced. Yeah, and, and, and Reagan was epidemic. a teak, and I was a teak, and every time all my teeth be like Reagan, I'm like fuck Reagan, fucking bullshit artist, and he's the same thing as Trump, like. TV personality, you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not to get back into that fucking asshole. Um, just for about. clarification, Baby Boomer is 44 to 64. See? Well, yeah, like 60, 61, 64. I knew there was a bigger gap. I knew there was like a, I, I called it the 80 gap, but like people who were like teenagers in the 80s, which makes sense now, like those kids fucking had it easy. They fucking, the economy was booming. There was no fucking war. You know, America was fucking, there was, it was the hiatus of the Cold War, but the, America was winning, mm-hmm. so nobody gave a fuck. But then, depending on like your racial, dem- like your racial demographic and your your economic status, it might have been harder because oh, yeah. some of those people, 100%. the crack epidemic was coming in the oh, late eighties. No, in the Harlem's, you had the fucking the whole yo. You could Williamsburg in the fucking eighties. You fucking kidding me? Harlem in the eighties. Get the fuck! You wouldn't mm-hmm. be able. I wouldn't be. Nobody would be able to walk. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what color you were. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be able to walk through it. So like, yeah, hundred percent. You're hundred percent right. It all depends on the, the, you know, as a white male, a white family in America in the eighty, like growing up in the eighties. Oh, you're, you're living great. You're living fucking. It's Ferris Bueller's Day Off every yeah, day. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, you're hundred percent right, and I'm the first one to agree with you. A kid from a white kid from a white Italian kid from Albany will agree with you. <laughs> and I'm 100% agreeing with you and you're you know I get it but like you know that's you know and that whole fucking that just goes back to fucking back in the 60s and 50s when black Americans wanted to in, 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 uh, integrate into the white system and we the wouldn't G- allow the, and we the, wouldn't allow the them. GI Bill yeah we, um, we wouldn't allow them we were just like no housing and unfortunately uh, 
people of color were underserved with that, and that's mm-hmm. how like suburbs were created. I just like um, even just, white flight giving I, economic uh, what is it economic welfare to people who were moving out of like like when Compton Compton used to be a white neighborhood, yeah. and then when black people started moving there, the government gave incentives for them to move out of there, mm-hmm. and then so they could get away from them, which is right. crazy. No, I mean I, I listen. I'm I'm all for like um, equal rights and stuff, but I feel like there's Good and bad and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. But the whole problem with uh what's the what's the word uh um where somebody who's a minority will get up get approved over somebody who's maybe more qualified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the word um, um not quote affirmative action. Affirmative action, that's the word. There you go. So there's good and bad in affirmative action. I feel like in, in like especially with the F D Y and like city jobs, it's like they're taking unqualified people because of affirmative action. Now you have people who are like relying on each other who aren't qualified for their job, and then people are gonna fucking die. Like I feel like that shit's gotta like this. I I feel like if you get a score, you get a score. Like yeah, colleges. I get that. I understand. Like there's there's you know education system in certain areas on on uh, funded and like it people aren't yeah that's fine. But in certain jobs, I feel like there's gotta be a standard. There's gotta yeah. be a fucking standard. Like when yeah, first definitely. responders are going to a burning building and you got a guy that maybe not um, qualified for the job and he just got the job because he wanted the benefit and he was pushed through the system and he looks at the fire and he goes, nah, I don't want to go in this fucking exactly. fire. And then you got eight other guys going into a fire and one guy's like, nah, this wasn't the job title and nobody could say anything because this guy may be a minority and like, that's fucked up. Man. That guy was getting fired? I, no, no, but I think it's no super way. on the other side where it's like, in those positions, and you speak to first responders, you have a direct connection to police and FDNY. Um, you know, I, I'm on a board of a uh, scholarship foundation that yeah. is based on uh, African American FDNY. You know, personnel worked right. for the worked for almost thirty years, died in nine eleven, um, and I think a testament to that was is just you really got to understand that we got to leave color and race divide out of it. You know what I mean? And choosing people based off of what's great. You know what I mean? Like, you think about it, like, back in the olden days, even just the development of the police system in America, who were the main people that they were hiring for the police system? Irish Americans. You know what I mean? The lowest the low. The Irish Americans were the ones that were going and getting the police jobs, and then the... So some of the Italians were getting put over to the FDNY system, and then that's kind of what the background of like both of those establishments, especially yeah, in New was, York City. Most, it, uh, the FDNY was mostly Irish. It was mostly all Irish, uh, like NYPD. Like they were the low, but they would throw them into the shit. You know, like they they weren't getting paid. Like I get that, but like we got tr- like when it comes to first responders, bro. Like first responders are the first ones on the scene, especially EMS. EMS gets shit from this. The city, Fuck like, yeah. they get forty two thousand dollars, mm-hmm. maybe forty five thousand dollars a year. And if you're on, and, a, they, and they're the first ones on the motherfucking scene and before if cops, you're like before firemen. Yeah, they get shit. Less. That is that that needs to be fixed right away. And like that's where I'm saying, like first responders, like city work, like teachers, teachers who want to take care of our children eight yo, hours a day. That's where that's where I fall with Democrats. It's like yo, these people need to be take, taken, taken care, care of. of. You cannot, you can't fuck these people because you're just fucking ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally like, it's literally sticking, like, you know, you want to take your fucking finger out of somebody's asshole and then stick a big ass fat dildo in your ass? That's what you're doing. You're like, okay, fuck this and I'm going to fuck myself because that's what, you, that's what you're doing. 
Fucking A. Unbelievable, man. But uh, I, I, this has been a dialogue. Yeah, obviously. yo. I think this is our longest episode. Uh, probably not our longest episode, oh, but nah. we're we're, yeah, we're tipping. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, honestly, this has been a great dialogue. I think it's been provided some just great clarity and just understanding, you know, like the process, uh, understanding you a little bit better, and understanding just this is the climate that we live in, and I think we as the I hate that they call us the millennials, but as a millennial generation, like we're the ones that are about to be the 30s and 40s and have kids and you know be parents and you know we're fostering the next generation of kids mm-hmm. you know yeah, what i mean global, global, global um, fucking warming and all this shit exactly so it's, all these problems so it's like literally our job to kind of like wake the fuck up and say take that responsibility and really own it and kind of change the pathway for our children and the younger generation because i really realistically think that the generation under us they're not going to be the change generation. They're gonna be the generation that we might follows. lose or just follows our gonna, suit. No, you know? no, they're gonna follow. They're gonna follow their parents. I feel like the generation bef- under us, we're not gonna get along with. I really. I, that's how I see it. I see like the generation below us are gonna feel like they know everything, and they're gonna feel like. I don't know. I just feel like. Uh, I just don't feel like we're gonna get along with the generation b- below us because we're both big-headed generations, and I, we, you know, but. We actually saw the nine eleven. Mm-hmm. We grew mm-hmm. up in it. I saw the fucking buildings go down. I know people who died in nine eleven, and these kids don't even know what not. They never felt it, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's where we're gonna stand off. I feel like not because of just nine eleven. I just feel like there's just gonna be a gap between us, and I feel like there's gonna be one generation that was very spoiled, and that's the one below us. And I feel like our generation ate a little bit more shit, shit than the other, the next, uh, the one before us. I feel like there's going to be a little... Like, they're going to be more conservative between us. That's mm-hmm. where I... I mm. That's where I think. I think that, like, this is where I go back to the baby boomers and the, the, the generation at the baby boomers where it was, like, very liberals and very, like, pro-life and do this and the hippies. And then you got fucking guys who came up in the Reagan era. Now you got Trump. You're going to get this Trumpism. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get these kids who are just like, fuck you. And it's just... It's, yeah, this guy fucked everything up. I just feel like he just implanted like implanted like selfism like like just all this racism like he just brought it back to life conscious like, bias all yeah it's that, just so. he just he just brought it back and, it, and when I, I think I, I think it's gonna get worse too yeah i think pandora's box has been open and now like even as he does uh leave office what has if the political if climate yeah. that shit has been completely yeah. and utterly the republican, the republican party is shot mm-hmm. if they don't do something they are either going to bury themselves or they're going to adapt and they may control everything. So like, and the Democrats are fucking a bunch of pussies and they got to start playing, they got to start playing hardball because mm-hmm. they're not playing hardball. They got to start like, yo, there's so many slogans that you could have made about Trump and stuck them everywhere. Like make America great again. Why is it what, like what, make America like fucking like the party, like, like just a simple sticker, like. Law and order party, Democrats, like, literally, like, Republicans used to be the law and order, they broke every law, this, like, Democrats just take it over, you know, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. nobody's marketing, like, I feel like, I, this is where, like, now I call myself an entrepreneur, I'm like, why, why isn't anybody making t-shirts, why isn't anybody making fucking $2 stickers, selling them for $5, and you're helping everybody and making money mm-hmm. at the same time, like, it's just like, I'm like, yo, it's so easy, mm-hmm. the guy's a fucking moron, like, make slogans, like, mm-hmm. grab him by the pussy slope, like, I literally would put grab him by the pussy on my bumper sticker, like, just put it on, boom, that's anti-Trump, grab him yeah, by the yeah, pussy, yeah. 
I, I can't believe he won. He still won after that. After I thought that, that was the end. I thought that was. But the people end. like to buy into like personalities, lean in, lean and in. that's something something that they, they I feel bought like into. Middle America and poor America want to be rich, and they see they think that Trump is rich, which he's not, and they they bought into his con, and they feel like. Yeah, I'm going to be this one day. So fuck it. Like, let him get away with it. Because when I'm in his position, I want to get away with what he's doing. So, mm-hmm. like, that's where I think that little, like, oh, let him go. Let him go. Like, that, that's where I think that Where you think that happens, yeah. But, yeah, um, give him your socials. Uh, where could they find you, Mr. Benz? <laughs> I don't go as Benz anymore. Van Gogh. I'm Tommy Van Gogh. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, they, they, that's the only the elite know the other yeah, side. No, no, no. <laughs> only, only the kids who went to high school and uh, college with me know me as Tommy Benz. But I, I, uh, I didn't make this up. Like, I made Tommy Benz. But Tommy Van Gogh happened when I made Van Gogh Films. So you could follow yeah. my business pages at Van Gogh Films um, on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, my personal is at Tommy Benz with... Oh, okay, okay, I still okay. got Tommy Benz as my personal. I don't know if I should make it Tommy Van Gogh yet, but um, now let's just keep it keep it fresh. I don't know. This guy had two, three Instagram, two Instagram names. Yeah, I can't keep up with you. Um, oh, yeah, and no, all right. He was going by the sauce and then going by the church. And I think the first two seasons, we were trying to make a decision as to what your name was going to be publicly. <laughs> uh, he finally came up to like one episode. He was like, "Hey, my name is Church." Like, oh, okay. Finally, you made a decision. Church. Um, church. So, can you just like before we head out, let's just. Tell us, what does what 2020 look for you? You know, some goals that you have in mind and um, anything that you might want to let the people know to, that's coming up from you. Ah, uh, shit. YouTube that's channel. A, that's a very... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about a YouTube channel just to talk to people in my industry. Uh, my industry is uh, wedding cinematography. I, I was bouncing between, like, uh, making a production company and doing this and doing that. And, like, there's so much things you can do as a production company. So I just focused on wedding films because... Yeah, it's a pivot. Uh, yeah, it was the most profitable, and uh, I like doing it. It was cool. It was a played out like when you used to say you were a wedding cinematographer. Well, they wouldn't say cinematography. They'd be like, "I'm a wedding videographer," and it was the wackest thing in the world. Like it used to be an old guy, put a fucking rolling around camera and whatever. But uh, I got into it. And I just I put my own spin onto it, and uh, right now, like twenty twenty, I have thirty eight weddings booked. Anything else now is like pro bono. I, I hit my quota. I'm just focused on 2021 and like booking 2021 out. and uh, just marketing and just getting education out because like a lot of people don't know the difference between videography and cinematography and uh, I've been going to expos not because I'm trying to book people um, if I book one wedding I get my money back it's not even a big deal it's just about educating people yeah. and letting people know like you have an option like you don't have to go to a photography company and book budget videography you could go to a cinematography company and we could specialize in cinematography and you may spend like 500 to $1,000 more. But when you're spending $90,000 on a wedding, what's another five to $8,000? That's the time. Yo, my, client, my clients are averaging $90,000 to $150,000. You know, I did a, my most expensive wedding was 1,200 people at Cipriani's Wall Street. It had to be a million dollars. You know? It's like, do they buy the cake, buy them a house and spending this much money in a wedding? Like, are you investing yeah. into like their future? Mm, no, they're getting like the, those people. I mean, those specific people, they have, they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, but like other people, like their families don't have the money and like, you know, it's all money that they have saved up. But mm-hmm. I don't know. As the whole of twenty twenty goes, 
I don't know. I'm in a comfortable... Like, from 2019... This is the better question. Is 2019 to 2020, am I in a better spot? Fuck yeah, I am. Like, if you would have spoke to me last year, around this time, I would I was shitting bricks. I was, like, mm. questioning myself. And it's going to happen. As a business owner, you're always going to hit times where you're like, holy shit, what am I doing? Uh, fuck. And, like, the next year later, you fix those errors. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I need more this, I need more that, and you learn from it. And... It's always it's always a process. The minute you think that you got to a place where you think like you achieve greatness mm-hmm. and you are the best, for sure. that is when you're gonna fucking fall. It's like life is a roller coaster. I said it in my own personal life. When I thought I was fucking on easy street living a life, life was like, Oh yeah, Tom, throw me a curveball. You would have thought boom ran right into the shit. <laughs> you and I had to climb back thought. in I climbed right out of it and it's just and it's gonna happen again. It's gonna happen again. It will. And you just gotta be ready that And it don't gotta be financial. No, no, you just gotta know the bad times uh, somebody told me this once, the bad times are never gonna last forever. The good so times. so always look ahead of the new times, the good times, but when you're in the good times, know the good times are not gonna last forever either. Yeah. So That's what I was talking about times. last week um yeah, the Tom Thinking and you Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks is talking about that, you know? It's, it's really a good philosophy of understanding just the concept of time and even the concept of mortality, you know what I mean? Like, especially after this Kobe thing, like, you never know what can happen. You can't think that everything is going to be copacetic always, and you can't expect that everything is always going to be bad. You know, life has that balancing act where you can... Yin and yang. The yin and yang, always. Shout out to yang. <laughs> this is not a plug. We do not. I'm not co-signing Andrew Yang for. I mean, he's not going nowhere. He's cool. I, I would like a thousand. I, I honestly just, would. I I would like. I wish. Andrew, you know, Chappelle. Uh, gave him this yeah. I literally. I when I heard Andrew Yang call. Shout out to New York. Oh uh, yeah. The five wait, who's this? Who's this? Uh, FDNY. 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 Yeah. The boys. <laughs> Go get that fire. No. Uh. Nobody ever hates the FDNY, you know, because people hate cops. Yeah, I mean, FDNY's got a halo over their fucking head, that's why. They don't mm. got no guns. When you used to box for FDNY, you did it for FDNY or yeah. the NYPD? Yeah, FDNY. Okay, I yeah, still yeah. got all my friends FDNY. I wish I would become a fireman. I just fucked up on that test. But, uh, I'm a head case. But, uh, <laughs> but no, Andrew Yang, if, ah, fuck. I mean, he's still, he's still I just don't, young, like, like, no, he's, he's great, he's great. I mean, he'd be great for vice president, but, like, Imagine. His uh, I I I can see that he uh, I just, his his um his his global was it uh, his environmental protection isn't like he doesn't really support he doesn't really it. care about it yeah yeah and I think that's a big key I don't know that's my last closing politics ah, beautiful, po- beautiful. politic fucking view it's like yeah I like Andrew Yang I like how he talks and stuff like that but he could be more going to be more important you just gotta hire the right people hopefully. Yeah, not the head of EP for right. environment. No, that, so. no, that's a good, that's a good. Thing. Or not a right. neuroscientist for public housing. You don't got to know everything, but you got to hire. Or like a billionaire, people. Uh, millionaire who. And Trump hired all the right people. He knows all the right people. <laughs> <laughs> I know the best people, uh, and I don't know wait, any wait, of them. Wait, wait, I don't know any of them. Uh, this is my best Trump impression. I all the right people. Um, <laughs> this guy, he's really great. Uh, um, <laughs> You know what? He used to play golf, you know, with my son. And then now he was great at golf. And I think he's going to be great at running the housing division of the United States. Okay. So <laughs> he, he's, he's a good golf player. He's going to be the guy. Okay. That's my friend right there. But as soon as they wants to fire them, he's like, we never really got along. Yeah. No, well, I don't know. Who? 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 I, mean, I, I never only, met this guy. I only had two conversations never, with him. Never met him. That's Yo, amazing. He was on my campaign trail? Modern, Didn't modern, know that. Modern day fucking... Uh, 
like Flip-flop. mafia, fucking Teflon, like, Teflon Don. That's yeah, what Teflon. That's what it is. He's so Teflon. Nobody can quote unquote touch him because he just wipes his ass all, all the time. All right, so he needs a huge Rico case coming out. <laughs> all I'm saying is, let me let me let me get on a block with Trump. Where there's no fucking secret service. That ain't happening. Just, Never. Just, he's gonna just, he's gonna be strapped with shit, secret service this, for the rest gonna, of his life. After you said that, they're gonna come knocking on your door. The guy, the guy's never got punched in the fucking face in his life. Nah, never. Never had <laughs> a fight. Never changed a diaper. Like. It is what it so is. Smooth, so well, thank you. I just want to thank everybody. Uh, well, everybody, I want to thank you guys for. Uh, Sorry, it's been so long. This is like three years in the making. Make it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always look at the comments. Why are you guys gonna get me on? I was like, I want to get on this. I just <laughs> need. A, I just need. I need someone to voice my. Talking. Yeah, I just need to talk. I need a bullshit because just... I got a lot of drunk thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, I think they're smart. <laughs> no, man. And uh, we, we thank you for coming on. Um, it's a truly a pleasure. And honestly, like, personally, I think it's just beautiful to just watch your progression, you know, seeing, you know, you manifest a lot of the things that you always wanted to do, you know, just owning your own business and going after the things that you wanted. So You're making me sound way too much higher than I No, I mean, you know what somebody told me? It's all baby steps, but... Somebody told me this week that, like, when I was, like, trying to downplay myself, they were like, you know what, like, sometimes God purposed certain certain things in us and that we have to accept it and be okay and comfortable with it. And, you know, I'm definitely proud to say, hey, you know what, I know this guy who's really killing it right now. And, you know, I'm proud to say, hey, you know what, you you need somebody for your wedding? Go to this guy. You know what I mean? So it's, it's good to have people around that because it's also inspirational. It's inspirational for me because I see you going to get and you, it makes me go and say, you know what? I got to go and get it a little bit more. I want to take my business to the next level. So I think of it as an inspiration now. And that, and you know, you don't want that imposter syndrome where you're like, oh, I have us, but do I deserve this? Because mm-hmm. if it's success, that could come as well. Like, oh, I don't I don't really deserve this. Like, why, oh, how did this happen? How did this happen? So you want to, like, acknowledge that. You, you know, you are good. But it is always a process, man. We all, we're all in our process always of this thing moves. called life. Always yes. making moves. Always making moves. It's the mood. Hit him with the Rico. So this, right. this has been another great episode of Mogul Talk. This is episode 305. Turn episodes? Turn no, up, no, turn this up. is a season three episode oh. five. <laughs> Imagine three hundred five episodes. No, you guys got too much time on your hands. Too much time on your hands. Didn't you do like a hundred episodes? Nah, uh, uh, like sixty, sixty. Right, come back soon. Enough. Come back soon, though. It's gonna be called right. Don Goes to Church, though. I wanna, I wanna come back, though. Yeah, yeah back. You're, you're more than welcome. Welcome. Yes, back. yes. Okay. <laughs> this would this would be this would be like our like one of our intro, you know, beginning of the year guests, you know, we can just catch up. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like, I like good, beginning of the year. Hell yeah. Bring it in. Set the tone. <laughs> um but yeah, you can find me at No Church in the City. You could find us at Mobile Talk. And you can find me at I am King Jules. We thank you guys for tuning in. Um have a good one. We'll catch up with you guys next week. It's lit. Follow us on Instagram at Mogul Talk Podcast and on Twitter at Mogul Talk Pod. Be sure to find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, or Stitcher. Look us up in your search tab by typing in Mogul Talk. Thanks to our friends over at Anchor.fm, we're now able to accept listener support. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, head to our website at anchor.fm slash podcast and hit the Become a Supporter tab. From there, you can support the podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes as low as a dollar per month. We thank you and appreciate you in advance. Until next time, stay focused, stay motivated, and stay woke.